재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul. Not all those who wander are lost, so goes the saying. And it's especially true for Mark Wilson, who takes us each week on an artistic wandering. He gets to explore Seoul's wealth of museums, galleries, art-related events, and he kind of curates it so that we can experience it vicariously. Hi, Mark. Good morning, Kurt. But we got to cut through the chase, man. We got so much to talk about <laughs> okay. today. We got to get right to get it. Get down to business. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to lead you there, but... Uh, yeah, so where we are going today is Mini Prince Studio. That's right out of Sangsu <laughs> Station, Line 2. And uh, that's also by the Tukto Market. And if you've listened to previous episodes, we've also hosted another Artistic Wanderings there. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about two main things that happened at that venue. First is a street artist. And then next is a movie viewing. And actually, we'll get into the movie, movie viewing now. m mm. It's hosted by the group Crazy Multiply, and that was, they were also featured in another episode. Mm-hmm. And this is a program called Electric Cinema, and it's a different event that they hold, and it's focused on uh, movies and film, and it's bi-monthly. In fact, I'm just going to let Gigi and Kalina talk about it in this next audio clip. Superb. Tonight we are hosting Electric Cinema, and this is our bi-monthly event to foster community and conversations about art and film that we have various venues and alternative spaces throughout Seoul. Um, it's been going on for almost a year. Over a year. Okay, over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we originally started with more art house um, cinema and kind of avant-garde film. And so we looked at like Jan Svangsmeyer's stop animation films. We looked at um, some of Maya Darren's um, films. So that's how we initially started. And then we just changed the, um, the genre to uh, focus on subcultures for the, the next six films. So since it's bi-monthly, we wanted to change it every year or every six volumes. So... This is the third film that's in the subculture genre. And we just wanted to bring people together. Some of these films you can definitely download and watch at your home by yourself. But it's about just creating community, what we're all about. So it's just an alternative to, to create a night where people can come together and, and discuss culture, art, movies, cinema, whatever. the aesthetics, whatever. Yeah, and they are free. So anyone is more than welcome to come anytime we're hosting these events. Just walk in. Free art movie night. Yep. I like right. it. Yeah. Every, every other month. So that'll be around six films a year. Hmm. And uh, they also, Crazy Multiply, they also host local directors too. So if you're a filmmaker, filmmaker and uh, I think what they're looking for is short films around two to five minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like almost a preview into what they're going to show that night. They're really flexible. So if you go ahead and you just have your film ready to go, yeah. they can go ahead and choose films that kind of cater towards your short film. So they Great can totally opportunity to get your feet wet as a, a, a budding documentary filmmaker or art filmmaker. There you go. You got your built-in audience there, low stakes and a lot of support. Right. And this uh, year, what they are focused on is subculture. And I think that in itself is very um, – it's becoming pretty popular. I think it's a, an important thing in Korean culture because you just have you know, the main culture, of course. And, but I think young Koreans, they're trying to just find their own identity and trying to find – I mean, remember I, back in TBS 120, I talked about salsa. That's a bit of a, a subculture where they're just mm. this group that you have – English groups. And here, this year, they're focused on subculture. 
Cool. Yeah. So um, they, have they got their roster of films lined up or do they kind of choose it as they go? Uh, they go ahead and they pretty much meet up as as a team and they kind of choose. It could be they could have it lined up or choose as they go. And again, if you have some local film artists that want to show theirs, they can also focus it around that. As do well. they have films about salsa? Is that why you mentioned salsa? Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if there are any. We'll, mm. we'll see. We'll have to see. Maybe I'll have to make one of those short mm-hmm. videos. Yeah. Okay. So the next uh, thing we're talking about is the film itself. It is Paris is Burning by Jenny Livingston. Mm. So it is a 1990 doctor- documentary of the Harlem ballroom scene and the origin of the Vogue movement, as you can hear in the background. Yeah, oh, I, I, Mark, I'm a very old man. I, oh, I, I saw oh, this movie now. in the cinema when it Whoa. first came out. Yeah. 1990. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, what did you think of it? What did you think when you saw it? Mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Uh, all this stuff was just starting. This kind of coincided with Madonna's Vogue, the hit. Right, right. Um, and this the, this whole fascinating subculture. Nowadays, I think people are a lot more familiar with transgender type of issues and aesthetics. Right. But back then, it was it was mind blowing. Well, it's been going on since the 1960s, so it really reached its peak around the 1980s, and by the time that it came out in the 1990s. And uh, yeah, I mean the film itself. It is. Uh, it's won tons of awards. And in 2016, it actually was granted the United States National Film Registry mm. by the Library of Congress. So it's like officially like reserved forever. It's one of the best. Yeah, it's one of the best documentaries out there because of the strength of the characters. You've right. got about four or five characters and a real arc in that movie of what happens with them and to them. Uh, that's quite amazing. Yeah, it really is. Um, it is amazing. Even it holds up today, and it, you really get to see how how the origin of Vogue came about. Essentially, it's almost like um, you know these houses. You could they they almost use them equate them as gangs almost, mm-hmm. where you have these houses, and at the head of each house is a mother. And they go ahead and they compete against each other mm. in different categories like natural, military, or who can look the most masculine. I mean, or these are basically like basement fashion shows. Yeah. Usually by um, sort of impoverished, largely ethnic subgroups of New York. And they, they hold, like you said, these military, the, the high fashion and stuff. And one of the characters says they don't have two of anything to rub together. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they yeah. manage to get these outfits together for the contest. That's exactly pretty, right. Yeah. And then the voguing itself was actually when they pretty much dance battled against each other. Mm. And that's how the movement started. Yep. And if you, can, if you think of Madonna's Vogue or you think of the movements, they even talk about the origin is, is almost like Egyptian in a way, it's very angular and, and yeah. things like that. But also the Robotic way that, in a way the way also. that they, they, they kind of cross over in each other's space, but they don't touch each other. It kind of reminds me of like capoeira, you know, the Brazilian uh, kind of the legs are like moving, like they're not touching each other. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of interesting. Well, and a lot of sort of the, the, the modern things, throwing shade and trolling. And oh, getting, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What do they call it? Reading. Yeah. Reading someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's sort of the early version of trolling. Wow, you remember a lot. It's a fantastic. I just awesome. saw it about six months ago again. Okay, okay. Um, and it's it's one of the, if even if you're not into that whole scene and stuff. Yeah. Uh, just as a documentary and a set of characters, Paris is Burning is one of the best movies you can see. Yes. Mm. And uh, before we move into the next major topic, 
make sure to check out Crazy Multiply's social media. They hold this electric cinema every other month. Oh, that's a good reminder, Mark. I mean, for this whole segment with Mark, listeners, if you're not driving and if you're in a position to fire up the smartphones and the tablets, because this is very much multimedia. We send out... Mark, you shot another movie for this one, right? A little yeah, movie? I shot a couple films. Okay. Yeah. So that's going out, and some pictures of what Mark saw is going out. This is an art segment, so it's yeah. visual. You can fire up uh, Koreascape on Facebook yeah, or Twitter, and you'll see some out. stuff. All right, we got to move. So moving on to our next topic is the artist, street artist. His name is SP38, and he's uh, from France. And he's been working with art for around 40 years, since the 1980s. He's been living in Berlin for the past 20 years, but he's visited Korea for around 12 times. He's been part of the Paris squatting art movement, where they go into empty buildings and just fill it up with stuff, with art and everything. And let's let this next audio audio clip, let him talk about how he thinks about Korea and street art. But I don't, I don't understand why in Korea it's not so, not so much things. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but maybe the city is too big. Maybe it's, <laughs> I don't know. Or it's changed so fast. But I think there is some, some, some part like in uh, in Ongik or in Taiwan. There's a lot of things. But I don't know if it's, if it's because if, if it's illegal or dangerous here in Seoul. But I, I would like to say to the people, don't be shy. And, Go, <laughs> but I would like to meet some some street artists here in, in Seoul. I think that would be cool because I think yeah. they are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it's for me it's good to come here and to try every time something, some new place, or to do something in the street because it's uh, remember me maybe in Paris some years ago when or in Berlin when we start to do something in the street because it was nothing. It's like a blank canvas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think for for art in general. Korea is really, um, I think it's really good. Very, there's a lot of things and really a lot of expression. He's kind of saying both things. Uh, in Korea, there's not many things. Uh, but in Korea, it's very good. There's a lot of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A I little bit of this, a little bit. Very diplomatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do think, I don't know, what do you think? You're the artistic wanderer. Korea and Seoul has a lot of hidden gems. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, I think, the key. You have to look for it. Well, there you go. I think last week's episode was a really good example of that when mm-hmm. I went to Mule. Yep. And it just was, you, you'll just find these pockets of art. So I think um, with, uh, I can understand where SP38 is coming from. But if you find online, if you go on social media, on those blogs, they will, they will direct you. They'll take you right where you need to go when it comes to these hidden pockets of, mm-hmm. of street art and things now like that. Now, just your movie is playing here on the screen in front of me, mm-hmm. uh, and it looks like you're wandering around a mural. Can you, can you break that, deconstruct that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sure. So uh, this mural here is in the Tokto Market, mm-hmm. and it's just on the side of one of the buildings. And you can see here that he, I also put up pictures, almost like a slideshow of his work. Mm-hmm. He uses a lot of um, typography. He developed his own font his own his own alphabet essentially so he's worked that over for the past uh i don't know how many years but a long mm. time and he in he goes into the depth and it's got a it vaguely takes. hieroglyphic kind of look to yeah it, yeah a know? little bit yeah yeah so um with that with that mural you can see there there uh is an octopus mm-hmm. and even a radish so it, it kind of like goes with the uh the market theme Oh yeah, stuff you can get at the market. Yeah, uh, various things you can buy. I I I, I really like uh, street art and street murals. 
you know, if they um, if they have a bit of a theme around moulin, that like you said, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And then this is uh, you said Tukto Market, which mm-hmm. is near Songsu. Did you Songsu say? Line Two? Yep. Songsu Line correct. Two. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he's he has an opening at Mini Print, and that actually opened up last Monday, and is going to go until this coming Monday, November 27th, mm-hmm. and tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. He's actually going to have an artist talk. So if you want to go to that studio and listen to him talk about his work, please go. Okay. And typography? You said there was some typography being used? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Typography, uh, he goes ahead and he just says it's a really important part of his work. And it's more about the graphic aspect than just the letter itself. And, And I talked to him about it. It's almost like if you stare at the alphabet, if you just blow up a letter on your screen, because I had to study typography when I was studying art in my university. They say, uh, I'm, I'm not an artistic guy, but uh, they say the, the the building block of all graphic design starts with typography. Yeah, I mean, and and it wasn't, I didn't take my t- typography course until later in my art, hmm. my art study career. But uh, my professor just forced us to like blow up the, the, the alphabet and just look at it as almost a shape mm. and almost a design in itself. And it really... I mean, you think of anything on the wall here. You think of uh, any any sign that you see, any even TBS. That like, there's a lot of thought process, of course, put into that a logo. Right? What yeah. the letters look like? Sure. How puffy and balloony are Absolutely. they? What are the edges like? How long does this whole thing that you went to go on until? Right, it goes on again. It goes on until next Monday, November twenty seventh, mm. and tomorrow he has a talk at Mini Print, and that is at eight p.m. Eight p.m. tomorrow night. Yes. A mini print, and yeah. the group is called Crazy Multiply. Crazy Multiply. They That's hosted separate. the movie. That's a little bit okay. separate, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So the movie's one thing, Crazy Multiply and their art movies, and then mini print and this uh, Tukto Market wall art. Yeah, I hope it. our listeners go out there, man. I mean, I- I'm not just on here for them to listen to my beautiful voice. It's just... Mark's not flapping his gums here, yeah. people. He wants you to get active yeah, and man. go out there. Thank you again for another artistic wandering, Mark. I really appreciate it. Of course. And Koreascape returns with our global family in just a moment.